2: And welcome to Show 50. Great to be celebrating with the news that while in 1991 we were 17 minutes away, we're now just 100 seconds to midnight on the Doomsday Clock. Yeah. Yes, great work, guys. Nearly there. Good effort. We can do this. Not today, thank you, with Jake Yab. Hello there. Gosh, wow, Show 50. How thrilling. I tell you what, I'm as excited as Nazanin Zagari Ratcliffe's daughter was being given a stuffed cat at 10 Downing Street instead of her mum back. Uh, We've got uh, some favourites from the last 50 shows to share with you. I don't mean repeats, I mean some nice messages. We've got one here from Amal Rajan. In the fast-changing world of the media, 50 shows is quite an achievement. And I personally would be celebrating by maybe renting a pure white Audi A1 and driving about... Fun fact for all you media nerds: Did you know that there are over twelve different podcasts now available in the UK? Mind blowing! But there it is. And friend of the podcast, Jeremy Vine, dropped by with this message for us. Why you bother me now? What you bother me now? Hello, this is Jeremy Vine, and what birthday? Bar- you wanna make party? We make party now, okay. So we need four party we need badger, two badger, dog food, lighter, cabetry, rice pudding, and David Hasselhoff. I know I I have is not I can WhatsApp David Hasselhoff, we make big party tonight! Big party tonight! I drink vodka! jet fuel and cologne and everybody will have dancing and fun and explode many die Jeremy vine uh jamie blackett has an opinion piece in the telegraph this morning talking about tree anxiety he says uh, the hills in scotland have been blanketing blanketed in monocultures of alien species they've been a disaster for wildlife uh well i mean yes true yes I agree, uh, but, but, you know, we need more trees. And, and I, I have to say, in the 50 shows that I've done, uh, 49 and a half, one character I'm really dismayed that I haven't got to, uh, even though I've had his jingle ready to go since early November, is prospective London mayor, man, Rory Stewart. He's a man who can't stop running Because he's always running It's Rory Stewart Uh, pictured talking on LBC yesterday with one headphone against one ear and the other one against the temple on the other side. He sort of looks like something's gone wrong at the abattoir. You you know what I mean? Like, oh, I didn't quite get the electric clamp on this calf. Right. Anyway, uh, he's drawn a little heat for saying that Regent Street should be lined with trees Uh, Some people saying it's sweeping architecture shouldn't be obfuscated with foliage. Uh, I say, thanks for asking, this is what I say. I say, uh, sure, that'd that'd be fun, Um, but to be honest, it takes something like two acres of trees, I think 50 years, to offset one transatlantic flight. So I think we might be needing to go a little bit more upscale than a handful of trees on Regent Street. Anyway, here's Lil Squiff himself. Feeling like I need to preach right now. Uh Uh-huh. One time. Vote for me. Trees, We need more of these, pretty please. Their canopies are whirling, freeze in the breeze. Maybe on streets linked to Regencies. Let's put mind at ease, because geez, I'm on my knees, everyone sees. They feel the squeeze. Let's cut the bull feces from all the MPs. And look, I'm real, I'll say it, please. Robbie. Us to plant some trees. all right that's it let's give him the come keys. on uh-huh. aha It doesn't take much cheese Glory, what wants us time. drop the bead let's
0: give him, the uh-huh. keys. Make him uh-huh. the of all right suck
2: it Rory Stewart there Roy Stewart, a fantastic guy. Uh, so, a tree cover, um, the Committee on Climate Change says, needs to increase from 13 to 17% of the UK. Uh, say a fifth of land needs to be rewilded and used for carbon capture. Uh, people must cut red meat and dairy produce by a fifth. Um, but, hey, guys, guys, what's wrong with eating a little bit of uh, grass-fed Grazed grazing meat. Uh, some farmers uh, tout these annoyingly plausible-sounding uh, idea that uh, grazing animals uh, that allows us to raise food meat on land that otherwise would be unfarmable and wouldn't yield anything. And they say, you know, actually, it's actually really good because uh, the manure, you know, replenishes the soil and stuff. And guys, the the de- degradation of soil is is pretty serious. Uh, soil's got a very very bad self-esteem. You know, you you you, you just lie there with grass on top of you. Terrible soil degradation, spitting on it, everything. Um, some farmers regale uh, readers of articles uh, w- with anecdotes about rewilding, but we, re- we rewilded our farm and it was just marvellous. No antibiotics, hard, hard, hardly. Uh, 40% of our antibiotics are used in meat and dairy production, but ha- the, happy cow- the cows were happy and really tasty meat. Actually, guys, a little bit of meat might save planet okay great chatting good there's a problem with this um several problems um i mean i understand that if you if you own vast tracts of land that's not suited to crop production you want to make some money out of it i get that just like dairy farmers want to make money out they need to make money out of their cows i get that but but needing to make money is not necessarily a moral justification for what you're doing you know it's kind of like burning the amazon um i think you know, most vegans would agree that, in principle, the, the concept of owning an animal is probably a bit, bit wrong. You might uh, look after it or cohabit with a pet; of it's their mutual benefits. Uh, but few would describe it in terms of outright ownership. And even if you do believe in ownership, that doesn't mean you can do whatever you want to it, does it? Uh, and I think maybe in these frightening times of climate change, with politicians scrambling for photo ops in front of tree planting initiatives, maybe we need to apply this idea that, uh, you know, ownership of land... Uh, it's a bit like ownership of animals. You can't just do whatever you want with it. I went to the Highlands a few months ago. Absolutely stunning. Drove down the West Coast, did uh, a little bit of the NC500 guys in a very economical car. And uh, on the West Coast, the, the, the mountain views, if you haven't been, are spectacular. But then I realised there's something about the landscape that was troubling me. And I couldn't... It took me ages to work it out. And there's there's no trees. Like, not one. There, there are, like, pine plantations occasionally, but not a single wild tree growing. And at the time I thought, well, you know, harsh climate, strong strong winds and stuff, that's stopping them from... Gra- but I was wrong. Do you, do you know what it is? Do you know why there aren't trees there? It's grazing animals. Even conservationists are calling for a massive cull of red deer. Uh, the estimated one and a half million of them in Scotland stop anything from growing more than, like, a centimetre high. So, so much for rewilding. Uh, That's not a natural landscape. It's not a balanced landscape. Uh, Many people are fighting to protect what remains of uh, what they call the Caledonian rainforest, proper ancient woodland that used to cover the mountains and valleys there. Uh, Grazing animals, far from replenishing the soil, are eating everything in sight. Um... We need more trees, we all know that. Uh, grazing animals, then, is not really the answer. In fact, it's a terrible idea. And I'm not saying there shouldn't be any grazing animals. What I am saying is that forcibly breeding them uh, and putting them out there so as to make it commercially viable is a, is a really, really, very, very bad idea. Um, but, you know, I'm a big fan of the countryside generally. No, lots of people are, but always follow the code. That's it, Timmy. Hold your hand out flat until the horse has taken it. (laughs) You know, the countryside is a wonderful place, but it's important to enjoy it safely, and that's why you should always follow the country code. Remember, when walking along narrow country lanes, make sure you can be seen clearly by wearing something bright, like Stephen Fry. Remember to keep dogs under control at all times. That way they'll be on hand to go and rip a lamb to pieces if you're feeling peckish. And finally, if you're out for a walk and you pass someone and they say, morning, they're really saying, I'm not an axe murderer. Are you an axe murderer? To which you should reply, morning, which means, no, I'm not an axe murderer either. Oh, look, Timmy, what a treat, a grouse shoot. (laughs) Aren't we lucky? If we're really lucky, we might see Jamie Oliver or Marco Pierre White or Raymond Blanc or... Oh, is that... It's Gordon Ramsay, look. (laughs) <laughs> emptying his barrel into that lucky bird. <laughs> anyway, let's go to the local pub and try to ignore the sound of the braying toffs telling you how little you understand the countryside. Ah, uh-huh, that's it, Timmy. Oh, he loves his Mars bars, doesn't he? You know, my impression of uh, bird shooting, love a bit of bird sh- grouse, pheasant, duck, partridge, snipe and woodcock. I've always thought there's probably I, about a 100 people in the UK doing it a smattering of royals. This is not the case. Uh, Half a billion acres of the UK uh, and it's ecologically pretty catastrophic. Uh, They drain it, they dry it for this somewhat vulgar hobby. Uh, Mountain hares, hen harriers get killed to stop them from predating the merch. Guys, hands off the merch. It's half a million birds we got to get shot this year. Uh, The lucky ones, of course, die immediately. The less lucky majority uh, get carried off in the jaws of a slobbering dog. It's called soft mouth. We trained our dog to have a soft mouth. Oh, yeah. Uh, And then uh, then wring its neck. Uh, Let's be clear. These aren't wild animals either. They are deliberately created, uh, penned. And fed until a sort of, what, 15 seconds of her sat's liberty before being torn from the sky in a hail of lead. Uh, and they're not pests. They're not. They're bred to be shot. Um, it's a rich person's pastime, of course, uh, but there are a lot of rich people out there. Not just uh, Ian Botham, who owns his own grouse moor in Yorkshire. Um, And if you want to think about the flooding they had in Yorkshire places, it's because of the the drainage doesn't work properly anymore because of this grouse moorland that they create. Uh, The entire industry is worth two billion pounds a year, kids. Uh, But that's not enough money. Uh, Definitely not enough money. Because you know what the loveliest part of this is? (laughs) You paid for it. Uh, £3 million pounds a year goes into subsidies for farms organising Grice shoots and you wonder why I'm obsessed with Alexander Armstrong In an interview with The Independent in 2012, Armstrong spoke of his support for the Countryside Alliance saying, I like people to be honest about what they don't like about country sports because if it's actually the people you don't like, then I'd much rather they would actually just say that <laughs> No, I'm sure you're a lovely guy. But what you're doing and advocating, and let's be clear, he's appeared in adverts for the Countryside Alliance and their magazine, promoting shooting stinks. OK, great. The irony that much of the money Xander makes comes from providing the voice of Danger Mouse, uh, exterminable vermin, isn't it? Uh, it's not lost on me. Uh, let's stay with Kids TV, though, with something a little bit jollier. Uh, this all started kicking off yesterday on Twitter. If you don't follow, it's at date underscore fight. I'll try to find some way of getting it to you if you don't do to it. Well, this is, this is the way. Uh, it turned into um, Kids TV horror shows. Um, somebody, I can't remember who it was. I will find out and credit them in a moment, sent me uh, an amazing claymation parody of Pingu. It was a mashup of Pingu and The Thing. It was called The Thingu, and it's amazing. It's very, very funny and very authentic and utterly horrifying, and I I recommend you check it out. Not with your kid, though. Um, And so then we got into, oh, okay, what kind of uh, horror remakes can we make of kids' TV? And it all went berserk. Jem said, I suggest Mr. Ed, the stalking horse. (laughs) Tense equine thriller featuring a horse in slippers. (laughs) using stealthy skills to get really close to a potential victim, and then suddenly braying. Or Nightmare on Pigeon Street, unsuccessful follow-up to The Birds, the protagonists only went for chips. (laughs) Uh, GC Ball says five children and it. Lee also had Nightmare on Pigeon Street. And... Heidi observed, I can't make a comment this week because I've run out of YAP tokens. I'll buy 100 next week. Yeah, we're doing the um, but bar- the bargain pack actually all weekend. Uh, 100 tokens for 5 dollars 99 um, It's uh, one of those video games. Anyway, uh, lots from Lee Carter, Slay Away. I <laughs> like that. Terra Tubbies, Picnic at Fraggle Rock. <laughs> uh, Trumpton, very nice. The Chiggly Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, that was awful, wasn't it? And Last Playhouse on the left... Uh, what else did we have? Scrolling down. Robert says, "Chuckle Vision doesn't need a horror version. It's already scary enough. That's not a bad observation. Uh, Robert also suggests Fire Starter Man Sam, Grange House on Haunted Hill, and Dick and Dom in Da Slaughterhouse. <laughs> I quite like that. I'm quite a big fan of Dick and Dom. And... Uh, we've got Carenza uh, says uh, Wacky races Where unsuspecting Teen tourists Get lost in a wood And are forced to run In horrific undergrowth During the dark hours Away from elite Southern rednecks. Splat the rat Mercenaries gone bad P.S. The mercenaries Obviously have torches And land rovers Or it'd just be silly <laughs> Very good uh, Lee says The Muppets From hell Be Elvibub Says uh, Slashy Street That's good And uh, Darren made an observation uh, of Slay Dougie. He said it's the name of a metal band who do hard rock versions of kids' TV songs. And uh, I I spoke to them on Twitter. And with their blessing, I'm going to play you some of their stuff at the end. It's really, really good. I think they're at Slay Dougie on Twitter. Really, really good stuff. Uh, Julie suggested Nightmare on Elmo Street. That's a good idea. I kind of want to make that one. I just feel that... (laughs) Would be...
0: Going to cut you.
2: I need to work on that. I can do it. I just need to get my head into it first. Um. Someone said chalky, as is. Yes, that's not a bad idea. Uh, Empress of the Snark 2, Snark harder at Trash Taylor says uh, Maca packing a blade. Yeah, Maca packing heat. Uh Jimmy nails. That's a very long and elaborate. Twitter handle, anyway, it goes on uh, He suggests the Raggy Dolls but focused on the line of the line of the theme tune that says Your fingers are all thumbs What a horrific horrific concept uh, Andre the Viking says In the Knife Garden uh, Another Nightmare on Pigeon Street from Philip Cunnington uh, Jimmy <laughs> says The Blair Grot Bags Project That's very good God, there's so many of these Dominic Horrid Henry portrait of a serial killer.
0: <laughs>
2: Vegatectus Vegatectus says uh, blue Peter where a series of Peters are strangled until yes they get bluer and bluer. Uh, Jimmy says stuffing the mule. He's captured, killed. Then the taxidermy team move on in. Yeah, I wondered about snuffing the mule as well. You could uh, any of those. Uh, Vegatectus also suggests he's, uh, allergic to Sesame Street. <laughs> kids with allergies are fed nuts While an audience of old ladies look on whilst knitting I've got this idea for a, a Like a thriller movie Kind of like In the Line of Fire Do you remember that Clint Eastwood film? Terrible uh, Where uh, someone finds out that the president Has a peanuts allergy And creates a peanut rifle That can fire one of the small dried legumes Like 2,000 feet uh, High calibre peanut rifle What do you think? One in the throat Gone uh, dangerously Curious George suggests Pablo. Uh, the Humble Egg says seven. You know, the se se and se- 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 like the horror film, but seven green bottles. <laughs> um, Vegetectus suggests... Uh, no, I'm not going to read that one. That's filth. Uh, Muffin the Mule, though, where various deviants line up to muff a, don- a donkey. Good. Jimmy wants to see the cabin in the woods next to the little house on the prairie. Uh, Pablo also suggested Gore Patrol. Yeah, Paw patrols that was one, wasn't it? Uh, Did you ever watch that? Because it's kind of like the Hitler Youth done in puppies. Uh, They're these sort of self-appointed militia who go around basically poking their nose into other people's business. Um, I got so cross about it once, I did my own version of it called Nazi Pups.
0: Nazi Pups, Nazi Pups,
2: An American werewolf in Trompton suggests Jimmy, uh, also the silence of Shaun the sheep. <laughs> uh, bride of Sooty and uh, the Grange Hills have eyes. Una suggested post mortem Pat. <laughs> Greendale's got a new delivery service, but this one's not bringing anything you'll want to unwrap. Uh, Jimmy also suggested Rent a Poltergeist. And uh, yes, it was Jimmy who I must credit with uh, Pingu's The Thing. The Thing, you, you, you must find it. I will retweet it. This is me retweeting it. Click now. Done it. Good. That's that. I'm going to hold over your uh, theme tunes that were better than the TV series n- until next week because uh, we are well out of time here. Thanks so much for being here. Look, 50 shows, That's that means something or something, doesn't it? I don't know. But thank you for being here. If you could uh, try and spread the word so that the next 50, you know get heard by more people. That would be brilliant because, you know, it it helps. That's all I'm going to say. But thank you. And it's nice to have reached a bit of a milestone. I'm going to leave you with this. It's Slay Dougie. Uh, absolutely amazing work. It's at Duggie D-U-G-G-E-E, uh, on Twitter. Follow them, find them on YouTube. They've done lots of amazing ones. Uh, they do a great number jacks, and the Twirlyroos theme tune is incredible. Uh, but I'm going to leave you with this one. Have a wonderful weekend, and bye-bye. Has been a Swanburst Media production.
1: Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra.